At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports so you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler. Halen Miller-Keys. And Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to an all-nude episode of Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. You might be asking yourself, why? Why? Why are they nude? <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's because Jared's not here today, so we can do whatever the heck we want. Uh, we are not nude. We Come are on. fully clothed. <laughs> that would be a wild episode. Yeah, for the audio, <laughs> for the people listening to this podcast on their commute to work. Yeah. Knowing that we're nude. It'd be crazy. <laughs> No, we do video for like 15 seconds. Yeah, and imagine how many more likes we would get if you were nude. Oh my goodness. Don't I've exploit been me like that. I've been nude on this podcast before. That's true. It's your turn. No, I'm good. Only, uh, I was going to say like only only fans, but nah. what's a playoff only fans <laughs> we could make? Only suck. What are we doing today, Kaylin? Um, today we are talking about my bachelorette party. We're talking about your hole in one. Mm. Your bachelor party, which is coming up very quickly. Oh. Um, Jared's not here today, so we're just kind of going to chat amongst ourselves, chat weddings and and everything that's coming up in the next 38 days. Nice. So basically everything we've talked about every day, every week for the past okay, year. Okay, things have changed. I had my bachelorette. I'm not being critical of it. I'm just saying. And, you know, we hit our RSVP date, so everyone has had to have RSVP'd. If they haven't, they're not coming. Who has an RSVP date? Your yet? brother. Ugh. That's and your sister. Dang. <laughs> All right. Um, Tanya, Tanya Rad. Oh, Tanya, get on it. Yeah, I know you're listening. Yeah, we know you're listening. She's not. Uh, maybe we'll call in to Ryan Seacrest 105.5 Kiss FM. 
Yeah. I actually, actually have no idea what it is. Let me just check. It's okay. We don't need to check. It's irrelevant. Just for my own. No, it's okay. We're podcasting right now. You can just do this later. Fine. So tell us about your bachelorette party. Okay. So my bachelorette party was this past weekend. Um, we started on Thursday and I don't know why I just wanted to soak up every second of the weekend. Friday to Sunday felt too short. I think Friday to Sunday would have been totally fine. It, it was a long time. Um, but Thursday, everyone showed up. I picked up one of my girlfriends from the airport and we got checked into the hotel. And I had a company help with the logistics and the planning and all of that. They're called Batch to Basic. So these girls from Pennsylvania flew in for my bachelorette and they came and set everything up. And so I told them when we were planning this, I was like, I don't really want the stereotypical like bride with balloons and you know, the penis straws and everything. I just, I wasn't, that wasn't appealing to me. I wanted it to be like Bridgerton themed and like very cute and fun and girly. And that's exactly what we, they, they did. We didn't have any balloons. We didn't have any of that. You're telling me you didn't have a single penis straw at your bachelorette party? Not one penis straw. Come on. It's just not what I wanted. And I'm not like, I don't know. I feel like that's fine if you're going out and you're partying and it's the whole like one penis forever. It's just not what I wanted. Penis straws? You passed on penis straws? I will get them for your pre- That's what I was going to say. Now I have to get penis straws. Fine. Twist my arm. <laughs> I'll get some penis straws for my bachelor party. I'll get them for you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't okay. really think you should be required to get me anything for my bachelor party. Well, you got me two bottles of champagne delivered to the hotel, which was so nice. Yeah, but I'm like really nice. and I, Okay, you know, I'm yeah. also nicer. But I'm just saying you don't have to feel obligated to be nice just because I'm the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, and Dean for his bachelor party is going on. Wait, 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 wait. We're still so far from being <laughs> done with your bachelorette party. I was just trying to explain why I can't deliver anything to you. Okay, but that can come later. I want to <laughs> hear more about this bachelorette party. Okay, so we're still on Thursday. The girls show up, they decorate it. It's so cute. We had this cool, like, I don't even know what you call it, 90s cake. It kind of reminded me of the cake from Harry Potter that Dobie drops on the stepmom. Like covered in frosting. Yeah, yeah. Just really fun. And so we had one of those cakes and we all stuck our wine glasses in it, ate the cake. It was great. And just had pizza that night, got dressed up in Juicy Couture sweatsuits. What kind of pizza? Um, we had everything. We had cheese for me, pepperoni. What was the company though? Oh, not a clue. I didn't even look at the box. Oh, okay. De- not Domino's, that's for sure. Bummer. Like a local Rancho Bernardo. Juicy thing. Couture sweatpants? Juicy Couture, yep. It was so fun. And we played fishbowl. Is Juicy making a comeback? Yeah. Mm. I think it already has. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's back. Better than ever. It's back. <laughs> okay. And it was just really fun. And... We just like played games, chilled. I really tried not to drink a ton because the night prior, I was so exhausted. My One of my best friends and I went to Taylor Swift. How was that? Insane. She is so good. It is unbelievable, her talent and her stamina. Like how, I don't know how she can do what she does. I heard so, she's been lip syncing every show. That is ridiculous. That's what you I just heard. made that up. That's what I've heard. The Swifties are going to come after you. And they're going to find our address and they're going to hunt you down. No, for the record, I think lip syncing is a fine thing to do. You're still performing on stage. Where'd you hear this TikTok conspiracy? No, I read uh, um, uh, an article in Forbes about it. Oh my gosh, you did not. That's you think insane. Forbes is misreporting? I think you're just making shit up. I am making this up. <laughs> um, okay, so Taylor Swift was incredible. She is so good. 
we just had a really good time. And in my mind, I have a really bad concept of time, I think. I was like, I'll be home by 11 p.m. I'm going to leave a little bit early, beat traffic. You're not going to leave TS early. No, that was insane. But I knew her set list and I knew the last two songs, the last song in particular, I didn't need to hear. So I was thinking, I can just leave a little bit early, get to bed, feel well rested, go pick up my friends from the airport in the morning and it'll be great. We didn't get home until two. I wasn't in bed until 2.30. So I texted my friend and I drank a little a little too much. I was a little tipsy, oh. which is not like me. And I texted my friend. I was like, there's no chance I can pick you up in the airport. I have to leave in like two, a few hours. And I need more sleep than that if we're about to go into the bachelorette weekend. Um, but then my body just woke me up at 7 a.m. So I was like, scratch that. So sorry about that text that I texted you at 2 a.m. I'm on my way. Picked her up. No big deal. But I was exhausted, fully exhausted. So we had a very chill night the first night. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So, so tell me, <laughs> what was more fun, the bachelorette party or Taylor Swift? Bachelorette. I didn't, honestly, after Taylor Swift, I was on such a high. I wasn't even excited for my bachelorette anymore. I was like, honestly, like, I'm good. I don't, I don't need a bachelorette after that. But then we got into the weekend and it was really fun. Are you still riding that same high? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little tired, but I am. You know, anytime I look at the photos from either Taylor Swift or The Bachelorette, I, I'm reinvigorated. Oh, because it's been almost exactly a week since Taylor Swift. Almost. To, it, yeah. And this is the first time you've yeah. seen her in concert. Mm-hmm. No, second. Because we saw her at iHeartRadio Fest. No, I was not with you. That was, must have been another girl. Oh, must have been. These girls always <laughs> no, blend together. I, I, <laughs> I went with my little sister for her 16th birthday. Mm. Reputation. Nice. And has she improved her performances? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't think she could, but absolutely. What was so great about it? The nostalgia factor. I touched on this a little bit last week, just to go through every era and just be reminded like, oh my gosh, like I was this Is old. that why they're calling it the era store? Because she sings a song from every album? Yes. Is that really true? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Congrats. Thank you. You got there. Thank you. Yeah. Did she play 22? Yes. She did? Yes. Because she probably plays a different song from every album every different time. No, she has a set set list. So let me just fill you A right. set set list? A set set list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she plays the same songs every time, but she has two surprise songs each each concert. Oh. And so I made a playlist of all the surprise songs she hasn't sung yet. Oh. And that's like the whole anticipation thing. Everyone's freaking out. They're like, what are our surprise songs going to be? Everyone's predicting. Didn't she make some big announcement while you were there? Yes, she did, Dean. Well done. Thank you so much. <laughs> she announced that her next album she's re-recording is 1989. And do you know why she's re-recording her albums? Yeah, I understand the Scooter Braun stuff. Oh, good. Great. Yeah. So that was a huge announcement. Everyone's freaking out. I thought she was like coming out of the TV show or something. That's what it made you made it seem like. <laughs> um, I think you're thinking of, what is it called? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like 1989 TV. Uh, Speak Now TV. I think that's what you keep seeing all over the internet. Okay. And I was confused at first too, but it's Speak Now, Taylor's version. There's no television show. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it was great. I mean, and people were, you know, commenting and they're like, I think you were at one of the best shows. We got the announcement. We got amazing songs and it was a blast. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And then I went into the Bachelorette weekend and I'm so glad we got to go to bed super early because then I was able to recover for the next day. But I was just like so excited 
that I couldn't sleep. I was waking up at 5.30 every morning. Mm. So that wasn't great. But the next day, we're into Friday now. Okay. This is when I surprised the girls with the puppy party. Okay. And so everyone got these beautiful selkie dresses. All I wanted was to dress up in these cute selkie dresses, have a tea party, picnic, and just spin around, enjoy being in these crazy dresses that we'll never, you know, typically wear. My friends thought you guys were doing like a, a Disney princess theme. Bridgerton was the theme. Well, because like Phoebe had that purple one. Allie had the blue one that looked like Snow White and she already has the blonde hair. Yeah. It was more like Bridgerton. You know, we had the I don't gloves. know Bridgerton though. Oh, okay. Well, like, I don't even know what era that was. Disney princesses? No, it's just like England, kings and queens. Like the Victorian era? Yeah, that's it. Thank maybe. you. I don't, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know, actually. Okay. It's just Bridgerton. It's sweet. It's wholesome. Maybe not wholesome. It is a show about sex, but I want The wanted, show is wholesome. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, minus the sex. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to dress up in, in dresses that we would never typically be able to do and have a picnic and a tea party. That was my goal. And then I had this idea that we've been talking about for the wedding and I, I really want to incorporate rescue dogs into the wedding in some way. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know if it would be feasible. So then I reached out to this San Diego rescue place. And I was like, hey, I have the weirdest idea. If, this, if you can't do it, totally understand. Um, but I'd love to bring puppies to a picnic and, res- and senior dogs. And they were like, absolutely, we do puppy parties. So I was like, I, you know, my fiance and I love to adopt seniors, would love to like focus on seniors and they're like, we'll do a combination of both. And they did. They brought the cutest puppies. And then they brought the sweetest seniors. One senior only had two legs and he was the happiest dog in the world, just running around on his two legs. He had a wheelchair, but he was like happier off of his wheelchair, just mm-hmm. running around. We had a blind dog who's eight named Geppetto. We had another dog who I think his legs were immobile. He was in a wagon the whole time, but had a wheelchair that he didn't want to put on. And we had a sweet little cross-eyed puppy. Reminded me a little bit of Al. It was great. They were all so wonderful. I noticed you didn't bring any of them home with you. I talked to you about Geppetto and I was talking myself through Geppetto. (laughs) He was so great. The most loving dog. So all the puppies were in a pen. We had to, you know, use hand sanitizer before we entered the pen. And Geppetto was like the dad of the, he wasn't, but he like took over as dad of the puppies and just loved them all so much. But Geppetto is too big to fly. Mm. And we fly a lot and Al can just go under our seat. So it would be really hard. And then it's $200 to fly with Al now. It'd be $400 to fly with Geppetto and Al. It would just be too much. Yeah, not worth it. Go back to the pound, Geppetto. No, no, no. I'm not not going to adopt him. I'm oh. still, I still want to. Once Al dies. No, Al's not going to die. On to Saturday. Let's get on to Saturday. <laughs> Anyways, it was great. We had a great time at the picnic. Saturday. What did we do Saturday? Oh, Saturday we played pickleball. Nice. And most of my friends had never played. I think three of us, four of us had ever played and the rest hadn't. And they were all really, really good. Phoebe was great. Um, Everyone had a blast. Nobody really wanted to go. And I could tell. So the whole weekend, I just really wanted everyone to have fun because I've been to bachelorettes before where people, they're dreading going, they're complaining, they're just miserable. They're like, this is so stupid. I don't want to drink. I don't want to party. I don't want to spend all this money. And I just really wanted it to be fun and enjoyable and nobody complained. And if they did, they didn't do it to my face, which was nice. But I think everyone had a good time and people kept saying that it was fun and and all the activities were great. So I just wanted my friends 
to have a blast. And they all got along so well. Also with bachelorettes, and this was something I was worried about, you know, like the personalities not meshing super well. Everyone got along. There was no drama at all. And it was shocking. I feel like that's kind of unheard of. I'm shocked. Shocked. Color me shocked. So are you happy that it's over now? No, I'm sad. Well, like that it's behind you that you don't have to worry about like stress about planning it or anything like that. I was never once stressed about planning it. I had so much fun. This is getting me excited for my 30th birthday because, you know, you'll be able to come and I'll be able to do this all over again. You're 28. I know. I've got two years to plan. (laughs) That might be the weirdest thing you've ever said. (laughs) I swear that might be the weirdest thing I've ever heard you say. I'm planning my 30th birthday. I know exactly what we're going to do. We're either going to go to the Hamptons or we're going to go to this place in New York and it's similar to our wedding venue. I hope I'm available that week. Oh my gosh. How is that a weird thing to say? You know I love to plan. Yeah, but you're planning your 30th birthday before you even want to think about planning your 29th birthday. I don't care about 29. <laughs> That's why it's weird. Well, I don't do birthday parties. I will for a 30th. Mm. It's not weird. We're going to get dirty for the 30. Yeah. Sure. In, in the Hamptons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you go now. Since you think I'm so weird. Well, I'm not saying I don't think you're weird at all. Please don't twist my words. I'm saying that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard no, you say. No, it's not. No, I'm not. I'm 32. I'm not going to be like, oh, I cannot wait for my 35th birthday party. Because 35 is weird. It's going to be wild. Yeah, right. 35 is half of 70. That's okay. a, a big deal. I just really enjoyed planning this so much. I'm not really planning our wedding. I'm not saying that it wasn't, it, you okay. didn't enjoy planning it or it wasn't Let great. Let me keep talking. And you're not fantastic at Let planning. But you could just do this for your next birthday, which is your 29th no, birthday. No, no one's going to like it, pay money for my 29th birthday. People will pay for a 30th birthday. Okay. I just really love planning and I want to do this more. And Phoebe and I have been talking, Phoebe was at my bachelorette, about doing something like this. Like, it's just so fun for me. Hmm. So, yeah, that's the only thing I can really plan at the moment. But hopefully Phoebe and I can get our business up and running off the ground and I can plan all the time. What's your business? Uh, an event planning company? Yes. Cool. It is. Cool. <laughs> Phoebe's great at florals. We just like kind of can bounce off each other. Mm. But we'll see. Anyways, I had a great time. Thank That's you for awesome. asking. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I didn't ask, but I am glad you had a great time. Yeah, it was great. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected, and another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him 
And we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. My favorite thing we did, and we also did this at our engagement party, kind of, in a way. Um, Dean and I both hate being the center of attention. And so at our engagement party, it was just our families left and a couple close friends. And they were like, let's all like go around and talk about why we love Dean and Kaylin. And we're like, no, instead, let's go around and talk about why we love each of you guys. So Dean and I alternated. He um, talked about one person, I talked about the next person. And just kind of talked about why we love all of those people. And it was the highlight of our engagement party for me. It was just very intimate and special and sweet. And so we did a version of that at my bachelorette, which I learned from Ben Higgins. Um, We were at an iHeart radio fest in Vegas. And he was like, let's go and compliment the person next to each other. Remember that? I do remember that. And do you remember the weird thing that happened? I do remember. Let's not bring that up. That's why I giggled. Yeah. 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 There was a weird thing that happened with the weird guy. Um, (laughs) So I had the girls do that and it was so sweet. That was like easily the highlight of the bachelorette, just seeing everyone like girls who had- So you went around and said nice things about everyone there? No, I did the compliment thing. I said it was a version of that. Oh, I see, right. So you did, it's like uh, you complimented to your right, they complimented to the right and so on and so forth. So we started off with Tori and and one of my friends is just not um, the most emotional. She's great, a wonderful, amazing friend, but- is not like emotional. And so she went first. And then the, 
And then Allie, who's a therapist, went second and made everyone cry. And it was just, (laughs) it was was funny. And it was just so sweet. So girls had only known each other for 48 hours and they're just, can already pick up on the great things about them and their personalities. And it was very special. Should we do it right now? Uh, Compliment the person to your left. (laughs) Are you going to compliment Alistair? (laughs) Alistair, you're so cute. Um, All right, well, that's good. I'm really glad you had fun. I'm glad all your friends had fun. Yeah, unless they're lying. Which you never know with girls and no, guys are like this too. they all had a great time. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Because you can't fake those smiles I'm and a, those puppies. A hundred percent certain they had a great time. There's no question in my mind. Mm-hmm. But I bet you there is like some silly, like little tiny thing. They're like. Yeah, no, I know people weren't excited to go to pickleball and then they played and they didn't want to leave. Yeah. You're never going to, when you have a group of that many people, you're never going to do everything that everyone wants to do all the time. Right. But that's also why I try to not plan a lot because I, I feel like when you go on trips, whatever it is, and it's overly planned, you're dreading it. So this like first night pizza party, second day puppy party, and then dinner on the property. And then it's like, we just lounged by the pool. We didn't really have a set schedule or agenda. So I think that made people happy. Mm, that was nice. We hate set schedules. Oh yeah. Don't, don't put us on a on a boat with a set schedule. Oh, please don't. <laughs> or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about too. Um, nice. Well, I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm also happy. That's great. And I'm happy for you. You get to do it next week. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's going to be a little different than yours. Yeah. What's your plan? Uh, no set schedule. Well, we're on a boat and I've got a very strict schedule. I guess I should say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nothing for me. We're getting a houseboat. Nerthen for me, we're getting a houseboat and we're just going to wing it. We're going to bring some beer. No golf. I'm shocked. There's a golf course down there. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Are you going to get off the boat one day and golf? I think so. Yeah, at least once. Can you, are you driving this boat yourself? Yeah. Oh. Have I ever driven a houseboat? No. <laughs> is it, is it probably that hard? Yeah, probably not. One time Dean and I were in Lake Como and... The people at the hotel were like, we don't have a driver for you. Can you just drive your own boat? And Dean's like, yeah, I've driven a boat plenty of times. Never driven a boat. They just gave us a speedboat. Yeah, that was crazy. They were like, do you want a speedboat for the day? I was like, yeah. And then we get out to the boat and they're like, all right, have fun. And and they (laughs) didn't even like give me a briefing or a rundown. I was like, okay, so I think I do this. And I think I do, you know, like, and it worked. And I'm, (laughs) (laughs) but I can only imagine if someone, was like maybe scared or hesitant to do it. And then they start driving. You could easily crash that thing. Oh, for sure. And these boats are like so lavish and expensive and there's boats everywhere. Cause that's all people want to do on Lake Como. Yeah. Right. And like a lot of, there's like a lot of uh, courtesies that go into boating that if you don't boat, which I don't, but I at least like to think that I understand some of those courtesies a little bit more than most people would. If you don't understand those courtesies, like you could be pissing the wrong people off. Like, right. Like the tours, there are groups of like, you know, probably 20 people on a boat on a tour and we're kind of taking up that spot to take photos and like to get drone shots. Oh yeah. And stuff. We were sitting in that little lagoon for a while. Like that could have been a courtesy that maybe we weren't adhering to. I was talking more about like wake, like making a wake and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, if someone's out of the boat, you need to like raise a flag, which like, you know, most people probably don't know oh, unless you're know like our boater. Huh. Well, it's a good thing you got practicing in Lake Como. <laughs> I've driven a boat before. Oh, Okay. A couple times. I had never. And you just, and then at one point, Dean just jumps off the side of the boat and he's like, you know how to drive this, right? Yeah. I didn't. Well, every time I've driven a boat, it's like, I'm with the guy that has a boat and he's like, hey, do you want to drive real quick? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But this one, it was like, you have to take it out of the dock, 
And you, dock it. How do you know how to dock I'm it? I'm good at stuff, I guess. I'm good at stuff. I, I, I like to think you could put me in any scenario with no like uh, pre, I don't know, ideas or of it, and I could figure it out. Hmm. Okay. I like to think. Yeah. I'm interested to see how this houseboat is. How many people does it sleep? Well, it's kind of a iffy situation. So there was one really nice, like 85 foot luxury boat that slept 12, sub 16 actually. Uh, but it was like $8,000 for the weekend. And I'm trying to keep the cost as low as possible because, like, I don't want my friends to have to pay a lot of money. A lot of my friends are broke, even though the broke friends aren't actually going to be coming now. So it's kind of annoying. But because they're not coming, it's going to be less people to split. So it's going to be more for everyone anyway. So I'm so glad I kept the cost down. So I got the smallest one. It sleeps 10. I'm telling everyone it sleeps 14. And how many people are there? There's probably going to be like around 10. Mm. Well, that's a weird twitch you just see. I just <laughs> think you're... That's just, not compute. Uh, <laughs> I think that's not right. Why? I thought it's more. No, I am really... Uh, I heard 16. This is why I didn't want to have a bachelor party in the first place. Because I've invited 20 people. I've gotten 10 no's. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like like people don't like me. I felt that too with mine. You know, I had girls say they couldn't come two weeks how many? before. Two. Exactly. Now multiply that by five. And that's oh. how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does suck and it hurts. And And I've been dealing with this a little bit with the wedding too. When people say no, whether it's a valid reason or not, it still hurts and it feels personal. And I don't think it is. And I think we should change our perspective. And I do want to say, I talked to my therapist last week and she said, and this pertains to yours and our wedding as well, the people who are supposed to be there will be there. And the girls that showed up, it was the perfect group. Everyone got along. It was, it could not have gone any better. Like I wouldn't have changed a single thing. Same goes for your bachelor party. Same goes for the wedding. Yeah. But for my bachelor party, I wanted like my LA friends to hang out with my Colorado friends. They'll hang at the wedding. And then I wanted Wells, Brett and Ben to be there too, to hang out with all of them. Cause they like... It's like three, three or four different friend groups that I want that never get to hang out with each other because they're not friends. But I could be like the common denominator, and then they all get to hang out and then get to spend time with each other and see how much they like each other, which they would. But now that's not going to happen. Well, Wells, Brett, and Ben are a little bougie, so I'm kind of glad that they're not going. Well, out. if they were coming, we would have gotten the nice big uh, boat. Okay, okay, that's what I'm saying, and they have a valid reason. I yeah, guess they do. They do. They do. But everyone's going to hang at the wedding. Like there's so much time to hang at the wedding. Look, I get it. You don't have to like comfort me. Oh, okay. What do you want me to say? Your friends hate you? No, but I'm just saying, I feel like I'm being coddled right now. Like it's okay. Some of your friends aren't coming, but it's going to okay. be fine. What do you want me it's to say? It's going to be fine. You don't need to necessarily say anything. I get, I understand the situation. Okay. I'll I don't quiet. need to be comforted about it. <laughs> I'm just going to cry. Okay. So yeah, that's where I'm at. There's going to be maybe 10 uh, and we'll see how it goes. And that's all I got. You're going to have a blast. So you just dock at night or you just float at night? You pull up to like a shoreline along the lake and then you anchor down. Okay. And then you sleep. Okay. You think you guys are going to sleep a lot or just be drunk the whole time? Excuse me. I actually don't really drink very much anymore. I know, but that's why I'm... I'm curious how this is going to go. I don't know. I haven't had. It, I haven't done it yet. I'll let you know after the fact. <laughs> What's your prediction so we can come back to this? Um, we're going to drink. Yeah, we're probably going to play some golf. I would imagine um, play some games. And we might get a speedboat one day. So we'll stay active. Jet skis? Maybe. Jet fun. skis are like too small and they're expensive. So 
Mm. Okay. But we'll see. That sounds fun. But yeah, that's all I got for you. Sorry, it's not going to be as great as yours, obviously, but. Well, yeah. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't, I wanted to cancel the bachelor party, but my brother called me. He's like, you have to do this. Like. Brad? Yeah. He's like, everyone does this. You have to do it. I was like, dude, fine. And I was so annoyed. And like my other friends, so I put like five or six friends in a group chat, the ones that I could like rely on that I know would be able and willing to spend money and want to take a trip. So I put everyone in a group chat that could do that. And they were like getting mad at me for dragging my feet. They were telling me that I have to do this. And they were saying like, we're working so hard. And I was like, you're not working hard at all. I'm doing everything now. And it was just getting so freaking annoying. And I was so happy to just call it off and say like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to stress about people not showing up. I don't want to stress about overspending and having people spend more money than they are willing to. And then eventually I was just like, fine, I'll do this for you guys. Like I'm doing it for them. I don't, I don't want to do this. Yeah, but you're going to have so much fun. It's going to be worth it. You're going to look back and be like, that was one of the best weekends of my life. I don't think it'll be the best weekend of my life at all. I think it will be fun. No, there's something about getting your friends together and friends from different even if it's not like all these different groups you wanted, it still is different groups. It's going to be great. Can you just have if, some positivity? You're still just trying to be too comforting right now. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, is Ross going? Uh, no, he's definitely not going. Brad's going though. Yes. Okay. Just me and Brad. Just us two. <laughs> Did Mark and Josh tell you that they texted me and asked me to plan? Or not not plan, but help them? Yeah. There was like a secret group, side group text. Yeah. 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 And it was just like, come on. It got a little exhausting for you. And it's also like, okay, if you guys wanted to do this and if you wanted to plan it, why didn't you try doing this two months ago? I don't know why nobody took this over sooner yeah. or immediately. I agree. It hurts my feelings. It it shouldn't hurt your feelings. You were adamant that you wanted to do it, but they should have known you better that you hate planning. Well, I just didn't want to do anything. So, Yeah, that goes back to Dean hating being the center of attention. I just don't like inviting people places because then I feel like I'm responsible for the fun that they're going to have or not have. And then, like I said, if people don't show up, then I feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. I'm on the verge of tears right now. Oh, no. I'm not allowed to coddle. Suck it up. Yeah. Thank you. Suck <laughs> it up. Okay. I don't really know what to say because I am a coddler. So we'll see how it goes. Let's just leave it at that. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. Stop coddling. It'll be great. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected, and another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy, and the second was Alistair, and I gotta tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. 
he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next in Puerto Rico. There are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Can we also talk about your hole-in-one? Yeah, I got a hole-in-one, you guys. You do not sound very excited. I got a hole-in-one. You're still not good enough. I don't know how to get excited. How did you feel? (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. So I don't know if any any of you listeners out there ever played golf before, but the most illustrious thing a a bad golfer can do, like me, is get a hole-in-one. It never A lot of people go their whole lives without ever getting a hole-in-one. You know Did that. you think that'd be you? I was kind of like, and I was thinking like, I'll just never get a hole in one. And I was fine with it. I came to terms with that. It's like, yeah, I, like I don't need to get a hole in one. Uh, sure, I'd love one. But like, I'm not good enough to expect to get a hole in one, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it, it just doesn't happen. And even like, if you think about, I know golf isn't your thing. So I can't really get into too many like specifics. But like, you you don't just like hit it. 200 yards into the hole ever on a par four on a par five like it it happens once in a lifetime essentially and so i just like my like but it's funny because like three weeks ago i did have an eagle for the first time in a long time i chipped in from like 150 yards out which was cool but it wasn't like you don't frame a a scorecard with an eagle on it you really only frame a scorecard with a hole in one on it did you keep it yeah i still have it 
So we drive up to the green. We see the ball in the bunker, the first guy. We see the ball long, and then we see the ball on the green, another ball on the green. And so I get out of the car. I grab my putter. I grab my wedge, thinking I like went long into the back bunker. And my buddy Josh is playing this very specific, it's like a speckled vice golf ball. So we get up, and the ball that's long, which I thought was mine, was speckled. And so I was like, okay, that's not mine. I must be in the bunker. So I like start walking towards the bunker, but Josh is ahead of me and he like goes up to the hole and looks into it. And he, he like, <laughs> I could tell he was mad because he's like jealous, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like he wanted to be the guy that got the hole in one, you know? So he looks at the hole, looks back at me and he goes, Dean, your ball's in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone else like reacted big, like jumping up and down. My buddy tackled me on the green. I'm on the green and I'm looking up at Josh and I was like, this motherfucker's lying to me right now because I hadn't looked into the hole yet. So I hadn't confirmed that my ball was in the hole. So I look up at Josh and I was like, is my ball seriously in the hole right now, Josh? And he's like, it's in the hole. And then I was like, okay, maybe I actually did make a hole in one. So then I, and everyone's on top of me at this point. I'm doggy piled on the green at the bottom of the doggy pile. So I get up and I walk over to the hole and sure enough, my little Titleist 10 Pro V1X with a smiley face on it was sitting in the hole and the smiley face was looking right, oh up, my gosh, was looking right up at me. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was weird because because of that uh, series of events from hitting it, knowing it was good, but not seeing it to getting up onto the green and not being the first one to see it in the cup and then being tackled and celebrating it without having it be confirmed. There was never like a rush that hit me, you know, it never felt like I finally hit a hole in one because there were so many weird events leading up to it that didn't feel like I didn't, I wasn't the first to confirm it. I wasn't the first to see it. And so it just never felt, I never felt like I thought I would feel when I got a hole in one, if that makes sense. Versus like you hit it and you just watch it roll in. Exactly. Yeah. And it stinks because it was a perfect shot. It landed six yards in front of the hole right on target with the pin obviously and it just probably just dribbled right into the cup hit the flag and dropped in and yeah it was it obviously i'm really happy and excited about it (laughs) what stinks is braymar used to give people that got a hole in one in a tournament this was like a skins tournament that we were playing in if you get a hole in one they send you to cabo for a weekend and i like just missed out on that jackpot by like five months crazy which stinks and then if you get a hole in one i don't know if you know this but you like you're expected to buy everyone drinks for literally <laughs> oh, the, not just your group for literally the rest of the day everyone's but you're supposed to be buying everyone drinks your group or like everyone in the bar at braymar your group and everyone at the bar oh and so there was a group of our friends behind, like kind of our loose friends behind us like people we know but don't hang out with and they were like dean we're getting drinks on you or dean thanks for the beer dean thanks for mm-hmm. the shot and i'm like so I just started lying to people. I was like, oh, no, actually, I hit one out of bounds. And then my second ball that I hit That's went so into smart. the hole. Because I was like, I'm not going to buy all of your guys' drinks. <laughs> it's going to be a $1,000 bar tab. Wait, that's crazy. And the reason I found out the reason that you're supposed to buy everyone drinks when you get a hole-in-one is because most country clubs have a pool. So like every time you pay your greens fee or your cart fee or whatever, or your monthly dues or whatever it is, they put like 2 to $5 into this pool. And then if you hit a hole in one, you get that pool of, of money. So typically it would be like three to $5,000 you would get. And they don't do that anymore either? Well, we just don't do that at, at the club, oh. at this club. Okay. And so like if Wells were to get a hole in one at his club, which I know he has, actually, I've never, I'm not sure if they do this at there either, but like 
that's what my friend was telling me. Like typically there's like a pool of money that goes to the person that gets the hole in one. And that's why like you're buying everyone drinks because you're getting money from everyone essentially. Mm-hmm. And obviously I'm not getting any money. So I want to, I want a skin. I won $60 on a skin. Oh, nice. I covered a couple of people's drinks. <laughs> covered one shot probably. <laughs> um, yeah. So now I've got my first hole in one, which is, which is great. Now I can go out and get a bunch more. Uh, and I need to, I'm going to frame the scorecard I kept the ball. I'm going to put that in the frame. I'm going to print out a picture of the hole and I'm going to post the picture, a selfie that I took of the group that I was with. Oh, cute. Yeah. I love that. Up in the office? In the office. That's great. I'm going to build it all myself. Love it. Um, has Ben Higgins gotten a hole in one? I don't think so. Oh, does maybe, that make you feel good? Maybe he has. I'm better at golf than Ben is. What? Last time I played with him, at least I was. I think he had one bad day. You always talk about how Ben's, it, who's better, Ben or Wells? Wells. Oh. Wells and how many does Wells have? One hole in one? Wells only has the one too. Oh my gosh. So you're equal. We're equal. Wow. Yeah. The barometer for skill in golf is how many hole in ones yeah. you have. Um, no, but it's interesting because one of my buddies at the club where I play, Kyle, great golfer. Like he's better than Wells. He's been, he's probably 35. He's been, been playing golf since he was, you know, a teenager. So 20 years. He plays a lot. He would play three or four times a week, probably in his heyday. He just got his first ever hole in one like two weeks ago. And so like this great golfer that's played so much golf, it took him 20 years to get his first ever hole in one, you know, mm-hmm. that's just kind of a testament to how random it is. Yeah. And that's all it is at the end of the day too, is randomness. Like you hit a million good shots on a par three, one of them goes in no matter, it just is, it's a lot of luck. It's a lot of randomness. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy for you. Yeah. Thanks. I got Dean a bottle of Vuv. It's sitting right in front of us unopened. Yeah. We got to put that in the fridge. Um, but yeah, my life has, uh, it's only up from here. So my life is, what were you going to say? My life is, uh, at, at an acme right now. I'm peaking. You're peaking. Yeah. Yeah. So you got your bachelor party. You get to marry the love of your life. Yeah, exactly. It's all good things. All good things. All great things. Have you bought new tux yet? No, I have not. Okay. We're about 38 days from the wedding. Oh, are we? Wow. Thank you so much. I had no idea. When are you going to do that? I'm going to do it. When? It's going to get done. No, but it's on the rundown. But so it, doesn't, it doesn't matter when I do it because it's going to be done before the wedding. Yeah, but you could have an ill-fitting suit. I sure could. Oh, no. <laughs> it's 38 days away. You can't, you think you can't tailor a suit in 38 days? Yeah, but you got to buy it and then you got to, you could have two rounds of tailoring. Okay. So that's a week. People are pretty backed up these days. <laughs> My tailor, two weeks. Yeah, because it's... For hemming pants. A wedding dress, we've gone over this. A wedding dress no, no, no. is so different. No, no, no. I'm talking different. about just our tailor here in Vegas. I don't Not know. Not ours, because he's know, never gone. I don't know who Taylor is, but I'm sure <laughs> the guy that I'm going to find in Denver... Okay. It's going to be... What? Just why haven't you yet? That's my question. Because I'm still losing weight. No, you're not. You hit your target weight. You and said I'm, yesterday. No. I, hit, I have a new target now. Oh, my gosh. What is it? 175 pounds. Dean, that's crazy. I, I, I want to be skinny. Oh, my gosh. You are skinny. Yeah, but I'm going to do it. Don't worry. And I, I, don't, I appreciate your concern, but I don't need you to keep letting me know that it, I need to do it. Because I know, I know. I see that. But I'm just saying I know that I need to do it. There's a reason I haven't asked you since I last asked you. But, you know, I can't just ignore it because it's Oh, here. but you can ignore all the other things on the rundown. No, we've, we've hit every single thing on the rundown. This is the last one. I'm getting the talks. Don't worry. Okay. Can't talk. wait. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna get the talks, and I'm not gonna tell you about it. Obviously, now too. No, that's really stressing me out. But that's how I feel like I need to respond to it now that you keep pressuring me to do it. 
Because I don't want tux you. Has been ordered. I don't want you to feel like the only reason I'm getting the tux is because you keep reminding me. I want. I'm doing it for myself. Mm. I don't want you to get the satisfaction of being like he did it because I reminded him. It's not about satisfaction. It's about my own stresses. But there, it's the last thing that you should stress about. It's like, well, I am. You can't just tell me not to stress about something. It's easy if you're going to stress about it and you don't just want don't. to. Just don't. <laughs> no, I'm going to. Um, before we wrap up this podcast, I would love to talk about the home renovations that you have going on. Oh yeah, well, our home renovations. Yeah, yeah, but you're doing that. Them. We yeah, but you handed me a screwdriver today. I did a lot of work today. You handed me a couple Dean, screws too. So Dean built this amazing table that I'm staring at right now. It's so beautiful carved it i don't know how he did it and then hung up new lights we got all new appliances um and this morning just very quickly in a matter of 20 minutes he built an outlet he just we are trying to move all of these little appliances into our pantry and he just built an outlet like it was the easiest thing in the world well you don't you don't build an outlet i don't know what you did i created a new one i created well i guess that kind of is the same thing as building an outlet I put a new outlet in the pantry, which I'd never done before. Electrical stuff is scary. It is scary, and it's even scarier from my side of things, not knowing your knowledge. So when he was putting up the pendant lights, he was like, I've never seen this before. Maybe I'll just clip these. Hopefully that's okay. And it always is, knock on wood. And then today he's like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. Hopefully our house doesn't catch on fire. Yeah. The thing with electricity is like, you know, you could make one small mistake and it, and it might not show right away, but like in five years, there could be like a short circuit or something. Seriously? Well, yes. My anxiety was gone. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing with electricity is like you, you could do everything and everything works like it should, mm. but there could still be like a fault or something in the line. I didn't do this with this. This is great work. Best, so you're saying even work. with like, you know, the builders. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Same with my van, you know, like we sleep in the van so often and I did all that electric myself. Mm. There could just be a short in a line. Maybe I used like too thin of gauge of wire or something. You're just so impressive. You are only here for a short amount of time and the, the, the amount of things you get done is, is crazy. Yeah, I work really hard. You do work very hard and I just want to say I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got to get the uh, appliances in I leave tomorrow for a week, so well, I guess a week and a half. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta get this all done before I leave. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully it looks good. I was trying to think last night while we were sleeping, how because like our water dispenser is pretty, it, like there's not a lot of depth to it. It's maybe like twelve inches deep, but our wine cooler is two feet deep, and so it's like, how is the water cooler gonna sit back against the wall? No, it can't because you have to press the button. Is it going to sit up with the wine cooler's face? But then there's like a cavity behind it. Mm. What are we going to do with the cavity? I don't know. That's a, that's something that you, you're a problem solver. Yeah, but you're like the design girl, so. I got nothing for you right now until I see it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, you got a lot of work to do. I think that's a good place to wrap up the podcast. I always... uh Never really know how to wrap us up. You're just so good at it. You know, you do the intro, you do the outro. You're just a pro. That's funny because every time I'm wrapping us up, you always tell me how bad I am at it. No, no, no. That's because you put your central voice on and you try to make everyone uncomfortable. I mean, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you've been podcasting for what? Six years? Seven years? Longest job I've ever had. Oh, that's great. And I've been podcasting for less than a year. Six months. Okay, what did you study in college? 
Broadcast and what did I study in college? Broadcast journalism. Business. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Follow next week where hopefully we suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at help we suck at being newlyweds. And email us at newlyweds at iheartradio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.